0: bestbookbits.com presents crucial conversations tools for talking when stakes are high the first edition of crucial conversations exploded onto the scene and revolutionized the way millions of people communicate when stakes are high this new edition gives you the tools to prepare for high stakes situations transform anchor and hurt feelings into powerful dialogue make it safe to talk about almost anything be persuasive not abrasive The written audio summary can be found on our website, bestbookbits.com. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of Crucial Conversations. The author says that very often when you found yourself stuck, it's because of a crucial conversation that you are not having or are not having well. What differentiates great companies from good ones, they say, is how they manage crucial conversations. In great companies, crucial conversations take place and problems are never swept under the rug. Chapter one, what's a crucial conversation? A crucial conversation has three ingredients. Number one, high stakes. Number two, strong emotions. Number three, opposing opinions. The author says the irony is that the more important the conversations, the more poorly we handle them. It's because our emotions take over and our pre-cortex, the region that makes us humans, basically shuts off. And we end up behaving like animals exactly when behaving like human beings is most important. Silence and violence. The author says that the most two common destructive patterns relating to crucial conversations are silence and violence. We either avoid to engage in crucial conversations or we do so hyper-emotionally and in violent ways. Often we also swing between the two. The more we stay silent, the more we are likely to eventually explode. Silence is much more common and it's very dangerous when it becomes company's culture. Chapter 2, Mastering Crucial Conversations. Dialogue is the exchange of meaning when people have a conversation. The author uses an imaginary pool at the center among the people conversing. The more people can be open to put information inside the pool, the more likely it is we will reach good decisions. This is basically the principle of why Ray Dalio... Push so hard in Bridgewater to have a culture of radical transparency and radical open mindedness where people are expected to speak up and share opinions. Chapter three Start with Heart Starting with the Heart means to start within ourselves first. We need to examine our own personal contribution in the problem. The authors also suggest that you focus and ask yourself what you really want. What you want for yourself, for the others and for the relationships. Looking within yourself and asking what you really want is also a great way to avoid damaging feelings such as the need to look good and to win the argument. Sucker's Choices. The authors also remind us that we often see difficult conversations as two opposing choices that cannot coexist, or two bad decisions. It's, however, not often the case. To look beyond the appearances, it's often great to ask questions such as How can I do X and still do Y? Or How can I do X? Without hurting. Why? Chapter 4 Learn to look. Learning to spot and recognize the sign of a crucial conversation is not always easy, but it's an essential part of being successful at crucial conversations. Especially look for signs of silence and violence. When you see someone being silent, a great way to draw them out is to ask something like, You say you are okay, but I can see you're not. Or, Are you sure everything is okay? You don't sound like everything is okay. Chapter 5, Make It Safe The author says that when we are dealing with a crucial conversation, we often feel that our message and our words are the problems, so we water it down and look for safer alternatives. And we don't say what we really want to say. The key thought is exactly that, being able to say what we want and need to say the most. The best way to do so is to make the conversation safe. There are two ways to make a conversation safe. Number one, mutual interest. They must know we care about their interest and goals. Number two, mutual respect. They must know we care about them. When our conversation partners know and believe both those elements are in place, they can relax and really listen to what you're saying without defensive barriers. When they don't believe those two are in place, we get silence or violence. When respect has been shattered, the author suggests that you apologize when respect is broken contrasting when mutual interest is broken crib an acronym to avoid miscommunication and finding out what the others really want chapter six master my stories the author says that our emotions come from the stories we make up not really from reality and facts the core of this chapter is to encourage us to look at the facts and the stories from different and more complete angles The author says that when we engage in crucial conversations, it's easy getting emotional and upset. When we do that, there seems to be a tendency where we take the story the worst possible way, which further escalates emotions. To break the negative patterns, we must then look at all possible stories and change our judgments and conclusions. As we expand the breadth of our stories, we become calmer and better prepared to having crucial conversations. Start with facts The authors also recommend you start crucial conversations from facts as also suggested in difficult conversations. It will be less personal and it will make you more credible. Start with what you agree. I also particularly like the suggestion of starting with what you agree, so that you begin on a positive note. They propose the acronym ABC, meaning agree, build instead of tearing down, and yes, compare what you see differently. Chapter 7, State My Path. The author introduced here an acronym to help us along crucial conversations. S, share the, sto- share the facts. T, tell your story. A, ask for the other story. T, talk tentatively. N, e, encourage testing. Chapter 8, explore others' paths. When people fall into silence or violence, we need to encourage to talk the same healthier steps that we want to take for ourselves. The author says that we need to move beyond the simple expression of their emotions to the facts and stories. A great way to get curious. Ask yourself, why should a reasonable person like X act and behave like this? What brought them there? And then get down to find out what happened. Chapter 9, Move to Action Understanding each other and a positive atmosphere are not our end goals. Those are the means to an end. Once we have no silence or violence, and once we have a big pool of shared meaning, it's time to move to solutions. Always keep a record of the decisions, and keep one single person accountable for a single result. Chapter 10, Yeah But. The author says that most people believe those neat principles sound good, but don't really apply to their personal cases. Well, they do. They then proceed to present several case studies to walk us through them. And chapter 11, putting it all together. The author suggests that to improve, you analyze the critical conversations after what happened for lessons learned. Think about patterns in your relationships, change in real time when you notice a mistake, and ask friends for feedback. And that's a wrap on Crucial Conversations. Subscribe to the channel and take a look at the hundreds of the book summaries uploaded previously. To find hundreds of written summaries, check out our website, bestbookbits.com. And for hundreds of audio summaries, find us on mixcloud.com forward slash bestbookbits. If you want to help a main contributor, get involved in the channel by reading a book, writing a summary, and emailing us at info at bestbookbits.com to have it featured. Thanks for watching and listening, and have yourself an amazing day. Take care.